Welcome to another edition of the Cognitive Bias Podcast. I'm your host, David Dylan Thomas, and today we're going to talk about the sub-additivity effect, which is really hard to say five times fast. Um, so uh, there's an experiment where you uh, take one group and you ask them to estimate like the chances of all these like bad health things. So cancer, heart attack, other natural causes. Like what are the chances you die of those individual things? So cancer, they might say 18%. Heart attack, they might say 22%. Other natural causes, they might say 33%, right? So those are your individual odds of dying of any of those things. That's one group. The other group, you say, hey, what are the odds of death from any natural cause, right? And you just leave it at that. You don't break it down. And they might estimate around 58%. Now, here's the thing. If you add up all the chances, all the odds of the first group that were, you know, calculating individual odds for things, um, that comes out to around 73%. So the people who were just asked vaguely, hey, what are all the possible, you know, what are the odds of dying from any natural cause? Um, they estimate lower. And that's literally what the sub-additivity effect is about. It's it's saying that you're going to like estimate the probability of the whole, right, all of it, to be less than the probability of the parts, which mathematically doesn't work, but that's not how our brains work. Our brains don't, you know, we've said this a million times, our brains are bad at math. Our brains are especially bad at probability. It's really kind of the theme of this whole season. So you can do this with like causes of death. You can do it with uh, ice cream and other junk food. So there's one where you have people say, okay, how much, you know, uh, candy do you think is in the store? How much ice cream, how much junk food? Like what's the percentage of stuff in the store? That's those things. And then you have another group say, well, what's the percentage of uh, stuff sold in the store? That's junk food, period, right? And again, the people who estimate uh, just the junk food will estimate a lower number than if you were to add up all the different types of junk food estimates that come from the first group. Um, and what's interesting about this is it doesn't even matter if you're like really good at the topic in question. So let's say I'm talking about like cars and I'm saying like if it's something other than the engine that's causing trouble in this car, you know, what might it be? Um, could it be something with the electrical system? Could it be something with the uh, brakes? Whatever. I'm bad with cars. But you take those individual things, right? And then you t tell someone, hey, it's not the engine. What are the odds that it's anything else? Um, and then they sort of come up with an estimate that's always lower than the estimates of the individual like parts. That works with car mechanics just as well with people who know no nothing about cars like me. So even if you're an expert in that area, you're still going to make this mistake. Um, and you got to imagine it's true with like, you know, uh, doctors too, right? Um, and speaking of which, right, so one of the weird like side effects of this is when you're doing things like selling insurance, right? So let's say I'm going to offer you health insurance that's going to be, um, I'm going to offer you, it's going to cost this much for me to cover you for um, if, you're, if you're hospitalized because of an accident, if you're uh, hospitalized because of a heart attack or if you're hospitalized because of like any of these other causes, right? Um, you'll pay more for that than if I just say, hey, I'm going to cover you for any hospitalization whatsoever, which sounds weird, right? It sounds like you'd obviously pay more for the thing that covers everything, but because our minds add up the probability of one of those individual things as more likely to happen to us, we're like, oh, well, that's more likely. I should pay more for that, right? So if I don't, depending on how you frame those deals, you can end up, you know, making a lot of money as an insurance company um, just by how you frame the offer. And that's kind of a, a larger theme of this whole series, right? So it's this idea that we handle observation differently than we handle judgment, right? So we can sort of objectively observe, oh, here are these individual things, 
But when it comes time to sort of calculate, okay, what are the odds of that versus what are the odds of all of them happening? We kind of use a completely different logic there, right? Which is no logic at all. It's more like what feels right. Um, it's much, it's much more simplified, right? It's much less noisy. Um, this, this can get us into trouble. And we've seen this before with like the framing effect. This is kind of what this reminds me of. Again, it's like how those things are framed, even if it's the same thing, if I frame them two different ways, you'll make a completely different call. Um, and again, that's been a theme for a lot of these, right? If I give you the exact same offer, but I phrase it differently, uh, you'll make a different guess. Um, and, uh, so that's why I kind of like this one is because it's a really perfect example of, of one of those situations where how you frame it affects the outcome. Um, and again, it's one of those where in retrospect, it seems obvious, but when you're in the middle of making that decision, right, it just seems perfectly logical to, to go with the, go with the wrong choice. Um, anyway, that is all for, uh, this week. Um, we're going to be off next week, but then we'll be back. Um, we're starting to come to the end of the season. I think we have maybe three or four more episodes left this season. Um, but, uh, that is all for this week, uh, for the Cognitive Bias Podcast. I'm your host, David Dolan Thomas, and we will see you in two weeks.